0: You could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions. And that means the world to me. And I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much.
1: David today will be live, uh, which he's been doing training for over 21 years on Zoom. Um, He'll be live there. He'll be live on LinkedIn, live on Instagram, of course, live here on Clubhouse with a special guest in Sean Walchiff, uh who will be doing hot seat coaching today here on Clubhouse. So if you have any questions, Dave, will be taking some questions at the end of this hour. So please feel free to back channel me. We will definitely aim. Of course, let's create an amazing community here on Clubhouse. Use the plus button, invite your friends, family, anyone that you think would benefit from this incredible conversation. And let's also take a quick second here invite the people um that you think would best benefit and also follow the people next to you follow the people on stage and this is going to be an incredible hour so with that said we can't wait we will uh bring up sean here from the audience and we will get going happy friday everybody
2: thank you jakey we're gonna teach people not only about mentorship and uh but also how to be a mentor and how to mentor. And we do that specifically uh, bringing in one of uh, the kids that we mentor, I shouldn't say kid, the Cali Barbecue King himself. Sean Waltek, are you here?
3: David, good morning.
2: (laughs) Good morning. So Sean, you know, you're one of, uh, one of the great mentors in hospitality, but yet you have multiple mentors yourself. And so I thought you'd be a perfect person to come on for, you know, 20, 30 minutes. Let's go through what would be a a mentoring session. And then let's bring on some Q&A as well about mentorship. Uh, I myself always have a minimum of three mentors, people who sit in the situation I want to be in. I always find the fastest way to get to where I want to be is find someone that's already there and ask them for directions. And... Ask them for the relationships, Uh, you know, the guys holding the signs that can speed up, uh, give us extra fuel. And so, you know, critically today with the connectivity that we have, mentorship is essential. And so I love doing this every once in a while, bringing on great mentors like yourself and great mentees like ourselves that can teach people because there is a methodology to, to utilizing time you know I drives me nuts some mentors come out and they charge thousands and thousands of dollars and they spend one weekend with you 24 (laughs) hours a day and I was like I I don't get that you you know like for for me mentorship is a daily on-call sideline coach type of capability Uh, so let's get started with the questions everybody fill up the Q&A section for yourself we're going to take questions as well on multiple topics um, and then Uh, You know, We will do a BYOQ, you bring the questions, I'll bring the answers. If you want an exercise or a guide on mentorship and how to be a mentor or how to be mentored, just reach out to me, uh, david at dmelter.com. All right,
3: Sean, what's your first question for me? So I own Cali Barbecue Media. We are a barbecue brand in San Diego and a media brand. And what you've helped me really understand is I'm less in the business of selling barbecue and I'm more in the business of selling stories. Um, One of the things that has impressed me the most about you and the Meltzer media team, the amount of people that you have helping you produce the content, helping you share the stories on all these different digital platforms, social media platforms. Um, You know, just before this, I I saw the sizzle reel, you know, this sizzle reel that you have for your Friday Friday trainings, you with Gary Vee, you on private jets, you on the sideline, you've captured all this content of what you've accomplished before you started this real digital media career. But one of the things I would like to start with is, what is your unwinding routine? You get so much done. One of the best things I love is your your ability to communicate and to simplify things. Do it now. It's one of the things that you talk about all the time. How do you get so much done? Well, I do it now. But how do you get ready to do it now for today? Getting ready for Friday, (laughs) getting ready for breakfast with champions, getting ready for this, this, that you're distributing on so many different platforms? How do you get ready?
2: It's funny you ask that, because I think, you know, as a mentor, you have to not only wonder what people are listening to, but more importantly, listening for. And so, you know, these meetups that we have every Friday, over 22 years, I've been doing these trainings. I think we have over 60,000 people now online uh, in these free trainings that we do Friday, and plus IG, TikTok, and, and uh, Clubhouse But the interesting thing is, it's really more about what people are listening for. And unwinding routine has come to the forefront of what people are listening for. And the premise of an unwinding routine is first, a shift away from the paradigm of time that we have been taught that there's days, weeks, months, and years. And those are just arbitrary, capricious, man-made context of how to utilize our time. You know, it's just as easy, we could have a five-day week and 73 weeks in the 365 years. It's the the same thing. It's arbitrary. So what I tried to figure out is how best can I utilize my time, the 24 hours of activity that we're given each day, and how do I use that with the most productivity to provide the most value, the most accessibility, how accessible am I to others, and access what I want, receiving, appreciating, and asking for more, and also graciously with the ability to find the light, the love, and the lesson. See, most people live their life like a tube. They it's food in, food out, paycheck in, paycheck out. It's Camus the Stranger. You've heard me said it before, you know, pushing a boulder to the top of the hill. And at four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, or ten in the morning, the boulder's back at the bottom of the hill and you're starting all over in this tube in this tube philosophy of life. What we need to understand is that time is a man-made construct. These days are man-made. So my tomorrow starts today. The beginning of my day starts at 9 p.m. 9 p.m. Pacific time. So if I'm in the East Coast, it's 12 p.m. If I'm in Europe, I might shave off two hours and make it 2 a.m. But most importantly, my tomorrow starts today. And the way that a day starts to be most productive, accessible and gracious is by putting your body, your mind and soul in a place of recovery and access. That's the way your day should start, because the most valuable information is when we are in a state of recovery, mind, body and soul recovery and access without the ego interfering with our potential of what we already are quantumly. Our health, happiness, wealth, and worthiness already exists. So what we wanna do is learn how to put our body, mind, and soul in a position to access. Why? So when we awake at the determined time that's best suited for our own productivity, accessibility, and gratitude, our own efficiency, effectiveness, and statistical success. When we're able to do that, we now have a new plateau, a higher baseline when we wake up. For me, it's 4 a.m. So, in order to have a new plateau every day at 4 a.m., I have an unwinding routine that starts at 9 p.m. that puts my mind, body, soul into a position of recovery so that. I do something that most human beings don't, which is I wake up at 4 a.m., but not only wake up at 4 a.m., I wake up at 4 a.m. at a higher frequency or vibration than I did the day before. I'm not, I'm not at a lower vibration. The majority of people on earth go to bed and wake up more tired. Proving Camus is correct by utilizing the myth of Sisyphus to illustrate the continual, Degregation, dissipation, and delusion of energy through the mental interference that we cause while we are ineffective at recovery and access. So I utilize, number one, a sleep coach. This is about mentorship, and this is a fantastic question because people ask me, well, what kind of mentors do you have, Dave Meltzer? Number one, I have a sleep coach, right? I have a sleep coach who, you know, because I travel a lot, tells me about temperature, tells me about light, tells me about positioning, tells me about sleep cycles, light, heavy, REM, heavy, light, understanding that if we wake up in between a cycle, it's far more detrimental than getting less cycles. So those cycles are incredibly important in recovery and in the access that we receive. Also the activities, that we utilize when we shift the paradigm of recovery and unwinding into tomorrow starts today we now want to utilize all our energy in a day so that we start our day at 9 p.m with no energy we start like a camel on our knees wishing praying connecting to the greater omniscient all-powerful all-knowing source if you could shift your paradigm by utilizing the unwinding routine and stop the tragedy that occurs for the majority of people on earth of going to sleep and waking up more tired. Instead, not only can you plateau when you wake every day when you shift this paradigm, but now you have a baseline that is an indicator of when you're interfering with your higher self, your higher potential. So not only do you not roll the Boulder to the top of the hill every day just to have it come down to the bottom of the hill. But now you have an indicator of when there's mistakes, failures, pain, and setbacks to instead of accelerate in the wrong direction by trying to resist it, go over it, under it, through it, around it, simply recognize, remember, and recollect, remind, bring all of this back to what? The higher plateau. Unwinding is the key. To the plateau and grow acceleration expansion that aligns you with what the universe is doing compounding on itself aggregating in its own interests with appreciation acknowledgement and the ability to not live in a zero-sum game but to ask for more an unwinding routine allows you to eat when you're hungry to eat when you're hungry what do i mean by that think about it in the same analogous situation if you and I went out to eat to Cali Barbecue, which is my favorite barbecue, <laughs> and that is a shameless plug. We'll take shameless uh, plug, no problem. Yeah, check, check it out in San Diego if you're ever there. Uh, he'll even make some special burnt ends for you, even though it's not on the, the menu. He those has are a the melter,
3: Those are the melted burnt ends. Yeah, end. but
2: he has the melter margaritas too. But more <laughs> importantly, he has a secret menu like in and out Burger. You got to check it out. But imagine going out to Cali Barbecue with me. And, you know, Sean abundantly brings us all of the different dishes, the the beans and the coleslaw and the incredible mac and cheese and the pie and the ribs and the brisket and our list will go on and on. And we eat for two, three hours, including the cornbread. And at the end of the meal, I look to Sean and say, man, I'm starving. Can you bring me some more? That's what people do yeah. because they haven't they live by the man-made constructs that were economically biased, right? The time, I mean, the weekends were created by Ford. So you'd buy more cars. So don't buy into the man-made construct of time. Utilize the sleep cycles that were given. Utilize the objective of recovery and access in order to effectuate a plateau and growth strategy in your life so that you can make more money, help more people and have more fun.
3: So I was very fortunate to be raised by my grandfather. I never met my father. He, he taught me many valuable lessons. Uh, stay curious, get involved, and ask for help. The thing that I never really leaned into until I started working with you was the asking for help. Um, I didn't realize the lessons that my grandfather was teaching me when I was younger. Uh, for the people that are listening to this training, for the people that are thinking about hiring a mentor, hiring a coach, Uh, Number one, what's the difference between a mentor and a coach? And then number two, why is it so important to ask for help?
2: Yeah, those are two really important questions. So number one, there's a difference between a mentor, a coach, and a teacher. Uh, And a lot of mentors are all three. I try my best, although I'm better at some things than others. Now, number one, a mentor is someone that sits in the situation that you want to be in. It's an intimate relationship where someone can share the dummy tax that they paid, the relationships that they had in order to effectuate the objectives that you have. Uh, And a mentor can be there for life. A coach, on the other hand, may not know nearly as much as you, but what they have the capability of doing is bringing the best out of you, the best out of you. A coach uh, will bring the best out of you, the team, the organization, a coach will bring the best out of you. And then for me, the most difficult because of the expansion of the size, scope, and scale of our audience, the strength of our signal, the breadth of the spectrum of different tuning in channels that are reached out is teachers need to have a clear message. Uh, I'm going to start a series called It's Not What I <laughs> Wait, Say. Hold on.
3: Hold on. You're starting another series?
2: yeah 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 get to it's another called,
3: question about your multiple series and, and yeah it, yeah this I series is called it's <laughs>
2: not what I, it's not what i say it's what they hear and okay, i'm going to take right. i'm going to take really good stories and lessons that i find not only from myself but from other great leaders and look at the comments you know to use an example one of the most popular uh tick videos i have is about the power of 64. Yes. power of 64 is having 64 hours of productivity a day but i have all these you know, even famous people, you know, actors from La Brea and all, just ripping on me going, or, or not ripping, but also making fun of me, going, why stop at 64 hours of work a day? You might well work 1,000 hours a day. Well, it's not what I'm saying, right? But that's what they're yes. hearing. Right. And that's a, a really big issue in mentorship coaching and teaching because teachers can explain effectively not only what you say, but they know what you're listening for, so they know how to explain it So you hear the difference between working 64 hours in a day, which is mathematically impossible. I don't believe in work anyway. Uh, but more importantly, how to be productive comparatively to someone that is eight hours productive a day, five days a week, how to be 64 hours, productive seven days a week, which effectuates more than 11 weeks of productivity every week, which makes you, uh, capable of doing less, meaning if your comp plan is 100 grand and you are productive 11 times the average salesperson, that comp plan becomes like $9,900 for you. You're beating them with time. But it's not what I say it's what I hear. In fact, some people still will probably be confused. What the hell is he talking about the power of 64? There's only 24 hours a day, five days a week, and I'm only working eight hours. That's 40 hours of work. Yes. What I'm saying is you can have 16 hours of activity you get paid for times twice as efficient times twice as statistically successful, which makes you more productive. So When you are mentored, coached and taught or you are a mentor, coach or teacher, we have to understand what our skills, knowledge and desire are in each of those aspects so that we're aligning and managing the expectations of the mentor or mentee to say, look, are you looking for mentorship? Because some people, you know, they hire me simply because they want my situational knowledge and relationships. Some people want me to coach them. They like the rah-rah Dave, right? They like the the (laughs) fired up Dave, you know, get the best out of me, man. You know, the Gary V Dave. And then others just want to be taught. You know, they'll say like, "What, what do you mean by being able to flip cars? How do you do this? Tell me about the power of 64 or the five daily practices or the gratitude challenge. Teach me how to do this myself so I can teach other people. And so I think it's, really important to distinguish as a mentor coach and teacher or as a mentee or student or player whatever it is that you have to distinguish what is it that you want and articulate that correctly in order to get the most out of these extraordinary relationships that allow us to aggregate compound and accelerate now the second question that you had uh which i conveniently forgot was
3: Why is it so important to ask for help?
2: Oh,
3: right. Get involved, but asking for help.
2: Because most people are beautiful souls. They love to give. Most people are beautiful souls. They appreciate what they have. And they don't understand how to use the process of appreciation and giving in order to effectuate Being able to appreciate more, which means to add more value, and to give more, which makes them feel better. You see, God or source, you are a resource of source. The omniscient, all-powerful, all-knowing source, something bigger than you, you're a resource. And in order to be a resource, you just can't appreciate what the source has given us. So when you appreciate the source and what the source has given us, it expands, it adds value. And then all the good souls out there, which is the majority of the souls out there, love to give it away. And God rewards us with a dose, dopamine, oxytocin, uh, serotonin, and endorphins. And that person that receives what we give gets a dose, dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, endorphins. And all of those people that witness the giving and receiving, they receive that special dose. But I'll tell you this, if you only appreciate what you have, and you only acknowledge what you have by giving it away all of that goodness all of that dose dissipates dissolves and disappears if you don't do one thing in other words the dose will turn into cortisol it'll turn into interference it'll turn into dis-ease putting you in inflammation and interference causing you to have dis-ease in your life but if you want to stay at ease between you and the omniscient all-powerful all-knowing source if you want to expand with the appreciation that you have gratitude and you want to acknowledge the source and be a resource by giving it away or even losing it or even getting manipulated or, or stolen you still acknowledge acquire the knowledge of what you have when it's gone but the true component of the resource is to reload by being a resource. Reload from the source. And there's only one way we can reload to be a resource. That's to ask for more. Ask bigger, ask more often. Ask for more. You see, you are increasing your vessel. You're increasing your limitations when you appreciate what you have and give it away. But if you don't refill, reload the resource, you're going to dissipate, dissolve, and disappear. Just the same as so many Moms out there give their life, they give their health, they give their wealth, they give their happiness, they give their worthiness in the name of the legacy of being a mother, of taking care of their children. And in the end, they end up exactly where they don't wanna be, needing those children to give them wealth, happiness, worthiness. They, they, they dissipate and dissolve. They're missing because of ego, they're missing the blessing of resourcing of reloading of asking there's only way to be a, one way to be a resource only one way ask for more i cannot stress this enough and the people that i coach mentor and teach learn to
3: ask and they benefit greatly from it so I I love that answer. I'm very fortunate when I first met you, I had you on my podcast, Digital Hospitality. It was the first time that I got to sit down with you and the Meltzer media team up at Sports One Marketing. Um, Since that time, since 2020, um, it was right after you got back from the Super Bowl, uh, you met with Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, We just had lost Kobe Bryant, you know, uh, the Mamba mentality. Uh, I sat down and I spoke to you about what you were building uh, because I saw that that's what I was so curious about and I wanted to ask for help. How do i get from one podcast to two podcasts to three how do i get a sponsor for the show the people that are listening to this the people that i talk to restaurant owners business owners entrepreneurs i let them know they are a media company if they want to be because of the technology that we have in our pocket because of the smartphone they're able to amplify their message on all these different platforms the same way that you're doing right now what do you tell people that see what you're doing they see the podcast studio in at the Wynn Resort in Vegas. They see the Costa Mesa podcast studio you're building. They hear about your Apple streaming deals. How how do you get there? Can you explain your Noah's Ark principle? Yeah. <laughs> so many yeah. people go, David, why are you doing a TikTok video? David, why are you on Twitter Spaces? David, why are you on Clubhouse? Are you crazy? What's going on?
2: Yeah. Why are you starting a new series is not what I say. <laughs> it's what you hear. Um, so it's really interesting because it stems from five Super Bowls ago. When I was doing some consulting for AJ and Gary Vaynerchuk on their sports agency and Justin Jean Grande uh, was just being brought in, or I think it was before he was brought in, we were looking to see who best to purchase or buy in to build a sports agency. I did not know who Gary V was five years ago, five Super Bowls will go, but my team, the Meltzer Media team, uh, they were in love with this guy and they... You, you would have thought it was Joe Montana when he when we had a meeting set up with Gary V in the in the Nike suite suite, and so I sit down with this young man uh, younger than I, and he tells me how he loves my books and my speeches, and that I could utilize Instagram at that time uh, to build an audience a community to meet my objectives of empowering over a billion people to be happy, to teaching people how to make more money, help more people and have more fun. And I wasn't utilizing the sky's scope and scale of my audience if I didn't do it. And that's what really resonated with me. I'm like, come on, I'm a middle-aged mutant turtle. I don't have time to to create videos, to have some... At that time you did vlogs. So I spent over a million dollars having a team follow me around. Uh, And now, you know, the expense has fallen greatly and the amount of content has increased greatly. But he would, being Gary, asked me, okay, if you're gonna do this and I'll help you, what do you want out of it?
4: Hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you wanna know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can
5: change the way you start your day.
2: And I gave it a little bit of thought and I said, I want two ambassadors a year. He said, What do you mean, two followers a year? That's not going to get you anywhere, Dave. I said, No, 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 I don't care about followers. Right. I, I'm an intelligent follower. That's a leader. I care about me being an intelligent follower. I want an ambassador. Every year I want two ambassadors, two people like Sean, who sits here today as one of my ambassadors, that will not only appreciate all the podcast TV shows, the studios at SoFi and Costa Mesa and the Win, and all the different things, the books and and the, the videos, all of it, but he's going to get two more people every year to feel the same way that he feels about the Meltzer media that's out there and gary looked at me when he said two ambassadors a year huh i said yeah i said and i'm willing gary to pay you ten thousand dollars a year to get me two ambassadors a year he said, so Dave, if I'm doing the math correctly, in five years, you're going to pay me $50,000 to get you 64 ambassadors. I said, absolutely, man. He said, how does that make any financial sense? I said, because Gary, you're thinking smart. You're thinking hard, but you're not thinking long. You're not thinking in the context of a timeless universe, an infinite universe, one that compounds on itself and aggregates on itself through consistent persistent behavior and in 20 years i may have paid you two hundred thousand dollars but i will have two million ambassadors getting me two million ambassadors and i'll be 70 years old and i will be the most powerful person on instagram with two million ambassadors and i won't care if i have zero followers still today i have you know i had uh just recently on my podcast this week, Patrick McEnroe, who I adore, uh, and David Novak, the chairman of Yum Brands. Yeah, we've heard of Yum. Yeah, <laughs> and the yeah, and, the race, and they it. don't follow me. Neither of them, but they're ambassadors of mine. Yeah, right. They're ambassadors of mine. They tell people you got to listen to Dave Elch's podcast here. Let me get you his book for you. Let me do this. That ambassadorship, when we talk about Noah's Ark, the two by two by two, is the differentiator of success. The most successful people detach their emotions from their ego of how many people like them or don't like them, and only worry about the empowerment principle of utilizing ambassadorship to be a mentor, a coach, or a teacher, so that not only can you get the advantage of my mentorship, my situational knowledge, dummy texts and relationships, not only can you get the advantage of my coaching to bring the best out of you, to either motivate you when you have a shitty day to get up, get back up, get started, get back started, but to keep you inspired, in spirit, to expand, grow and accelerate with what? Appreciation, acknowledgement of giving and asking for more, but even more importantly, a teacher. Somebody that can empower you to empower others with the five daily practices, with the power of 64, with the 14 day gratitude challenge, all which I give away for free to everyone. Why? Because that community keeps on growing. More people start making more money, helping more people and having more fun. I taught you to double the amount of money you make as fast as you can. You were a one-store wonder in Spring Valley, <laughs> San one, Diego. One-hit
3: wonder. Come on. <laughs> you were.
2: You were when I met you a one-store wonder.
3: Store wonder. I'm now a you're a three-store. Now you're not only a three-store wonder, but a you're a platform a <laughs>
2: You're a hospitality platform. That's correct. That is correct. And so I, you know, emphatically uh, will tell people, just focus in on. Consistency. I will add one thing and then take your next question uh, as we get here, your last question. But, uh, you know, Gary, you know, part of his mentorship is he gave me five minutes a week, uh, you know, which is where I came up with my 15 to 20 minutes every other week on call every day routine. But for almost an entire year, I'd ask for Gary's advice, feedback on what I was doing on Instagram. And all he would tell me is post more. <laughs> That's like- it and i still tell myself now five years later can you post more can you create a new series is drive through dave going to be the next series or is it's not what i say what's what i hear the next series but we have them in mind and i'm constantly trying to figure out after thousands of podcasts and tv shows and even movies how to post more all right last question and then we'll take questions from everyone else let's load up the q a on IG, Tiktok, and of course, the over 60,000 people registered here on the webinar. Put the questions in there. Sean, what's your last
3: question? Last question. So the people that are tuning into this training, that are listening to this on the podcast, that are in the Clubhouse room, they're thinking, well, yeah, that's great, Dave, you've got an entire media team. You have Colleen, you have Jake, you have Stone. you have Matt, you have all these people working behind the scenes to produce all this content, to distribute all this content. What can one person do today to start to become a media company? Well, I'll tell you this. um, It only takes one iPhone
2: and one person. Uh, The power of an iPhone allows you to do four things. It allows you to capture what you do daily. It allows you to modify what you have captured. It allows you to amplify on all of these different platforms, Zoom, LinkedIn, IG, TikTok, wherever you wanna go, community, clubhouse, fireside, Twitter spaces, one phone, one phone, which you can finance out for like 50 dollars a month, one phone in one person allows you to capture what you're doing, your essence, strengthen your signal, elevate the spectrum of how many frequencies you can tune in and out of, and clarify your message as a mentor coach and teacher one iphone and one person today not like five years ago when i needed a crew and did you know vlogs and fully produce and had to spend a million dollars but instead one person can capture modify amplify and perpetuate build a perpetual audience and frequency with one iphone and one person but you have to do it every day and you have to do it more and more every day. And the way that you're able to do it more and more every day is through efficient, effective, and statistically successful practices. The power of 64 being one of them, five daily practices being another, and even the 14-day gratitude challenge being another in order to effectuate the efficiency, effectiveness, and statistical success. Pretty soon, your content with one iPhone and one person will have ambassadorship, will build a community, and we'll be able with that community to monetize it so that you can capture more, modify more, amplify more and perpetuate more. And guess what? Like everything else in the universe that we appreciate, acknowledge and ask for more. You get more. And pretty soon, five years later, just trying to get two ambassadors with one person and one iPhone, you may be an accelerate to two million ambassadors, getting you two million ambassadors a year. This is what you can do with one person in one iPhone. All right, my friend, I appreciate you. I'm gonna take some questions. Uh, Jake, why don't you reset the room and then I'll take a question online and you bring somebody up to ask us a question as well. Does that sound fair?
1: That sounds amazing. Let's quickly flash our mics. Thank you, Sean Walchip. Thank you, Dave, for that incredible half an hour of uh, hot seat coaching. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Quickly resetting the room here. We're here at the Breakfast with Champions, 7 a.m. Pacific time, 10 a.m. Eastern time. Got about 27, left, uh, 27 minutes left here with David Meltzer. If you'd like to ask a question here on Clubhouse, please back channel me and we will aim to bring you up. Dave's taking questions from his Zoom training he's been doing for over 21 years, his training on there. Um, from TikTok, from Instagram, so all over the place, basically. So, Dave, I'll pass it back over to you, and then when you get back, we'll have a question on TikTok, and then we'll have a question here on Clubhouse. So I'll pass it back over to you. Thank you.
2: You got it, my friend. Thank you so much. Make sure you're still inviting your friends in here. Make sure you reach out to me, David, at dmelter.com, for any of the exercises or guides, or even if you want my book, I'll sign it, send it to you for free. I'll pay for shipping, don't worry, and the book. Uh, Really good question here. Advice for a first time mentor, Uh, you know, for a first time mentor, what you want to do is get a client, a mentee and keep that client. It's that simple. It's the same as being a sports agent, just get a client and keep them. And what you learn through that process of getting one and keeping one allows you to scale, allows you to learn, allows you to lean in and learn in through the failures, mistakes, setbacks, and lessons that are there. In order to be a first-time mentor, you have to get a client and keep them, get a mentee and keep them. Uh, And the lessons that you'll learn will aggregate on themselves. It's so important. So many people think they gotta get 18 certifications and they gotta go and be able to do this. Look, those are all well and good because they're lessons. And there's different ways and techniques in which you can effectuate uh, keeping uh, value and articulating that value to mentees. But nobody's out there teaching how to get mentees. Nobody's teaching people how to go get people by asking them and being more interested than interesting of how you can be of service or value to them and mentor them and then articulate a quantitative value of what you can do for them to exceed what you're asking for. As a first-time mentor, just get very focused in on getting a client and keeping one. All right, Jake, who's up next?
1: We've got asking a question on Clubhouse, George's Storchinger, but quick question from TikTok, Dave. The question is, uh, do you have days when you don't feel like doing anything? If you can answer that, that'd be great.
2: (laughs) Never do I have days that I feel like doing nothing because I have daily practices. But every day I have now what I call minutes and moments that I don't want to do anything. And that has been an evolution, an objective of shorting the time span of the interference between me and the source to be that resource, to know I'm happy, healthy, wealthy, and worthy, to figure out what I'm doing to interfere with it, but only for minutes and moments instead of days, weeks, months, and years. Distinguishing between motivation, knowing sometimes when I don't want to go work out or I don't want to eat right or I don't want to do certain things, I got to know that the first five minutes are going to suck and I can use fear or other things to motivate me to get up, get back up, get started, get back started, but I'm going to get back into inspiration to plateau and grow utilizing that higher frequency of my higher self in order to effectuate more dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, endorphin into my day and release cortisol, to not attract it, to cause the interference, inflammation, and disease that make things more difficult for me. Everybody's going to experience that every day, but I've never gone a full day in the last 16 years ever since I set forward onto the five daily practices, utilizing gratitude and empathy, accountability, and inspiration as the guidepost in order to effectuate only spending minutes and moments in that ego-based consciousness. Remember, if you do the 5 daily practices, you'll know your what, you'll know your who, you'll know your how, and you'll know your now. You'll know and prioritize which is the antidote to that procrastination of not wanting to do anything, of depression, anxiety, etc. And if you know your what, your who, your how, and your now, you'll apply your why and accelerate and expand at an exponential rate and you'll be amazed on where you are in the form of making money, helping people, having fun, being more happy, and receiving more and more of that great dopamine, oxytocin, serotonin, and endorphins, and reducing, dissipating, and dissolving the cortisol that creates all the interference or dis-ease in your life. Uh, very good question. All right, Joseph Storzinger, is that who's up next,
3: Jake?
1: That is correct, Joseph. you can please unmute yourself and welcome to the clubhouse. David, what's going on, my man?
4: Thank you. you? I'm excellent brother. Uh, Jake, want to say thank you, Sean. Thank you. It was a pleasure meeting you a couple months back out in San Diego. Uh, David, uh, you've been such a blessing, uh, not only in business with me, but in my personal life. Um, I, I just wanted to say thank you. Um, and I do have a question. Um, when I start to look at this room and see all these wonderful faces and people here, um, you know, and I start to go about talking with individuals throughout the business community. I'm realizing like a lot of people out there, they don't actually have a business plan. They don't actually have like an executive summary. Can you maybe speak a little bit to the importance of it and some of the things that you look for when you're looking through these documents?
2: Yeah, I think the most important thing of having either an executive summary or business plan is understanding that your thoughts come first. And understanding that our thoughts come first is that if we can acknowledge the thoughts that we've had by codifying them in an organized manner in an executive summary, even though, you know, as the founder of YouTube told me, right, every first idea or, or business idea is a bad business and a bad idea. That's why consistent, persistent behavior is so important so it can evolve into a good idea. But if we haven't codified our thoughts, into some organized way, even if it's not the truth, meaning it's not where it's going to be, uh, we are far beyond the possibility of just thoughts. We have moved to an inspired realm of probability. Now, all we need to do is adjust our awareness, discipline, and strategy through mistakes, failure, setbacks, etc., using all of those as indicators that we're being protected and promoted with this business. But an executive summary and business plan are a codification or an indication that the thoughts have come first, that we actually have you know some sort of alignment with the pragmatic world that may or may not be uh, ready for execution, but it allows us to learn. Most people that don't have an executive summary or a business plan either are afraid to go ahead and do the work to make their business work, or they're afraid of feedback from where they are in order to make it work. Those people that have an executive summary and a business plan and or a business plan live in radical humility. They know they don't know what they don't know, but they know that by utilizing a starting point of their thoughts, a codification and a representation and organization of those thoughts, that they can accelerate the process of learning by other people giving them feedback, input, constructive opportunity in order to facilitate a bad idea into a good idea, a good idea into a great idea, a great idea into an exceptional idea. I have a paperclip philosophy as well that applies to executive summaries and business plans. And if anybody would like, by the way, I have a template that I'm happy to give to anyone for executive summaries and for business plans. If you want an example, because a lot of people just don't know what it even looks like. If you want to fill in the blank template, a deck, I'll give that to you. Just email me, david at dmelzer.com. But I have a paperclip philosophy. So many people ask me, how do you answer everything yourself, your emails, your phone calls? How do you do answer it all yourself and provide what all the asks are? Well, when somebody asks me for something, I always ask for something back. So someone will say, hey, can you do this for me? I'll say, send me a paper clip. I'll be happy to make that introduction. 99% of the people don't even care enough, aren't inspired enough with their possibility to make it a probability to take any action as simple as it is to sending a paper clip. 99% of the people I'll never hear from, just like when I give out my cell phone to everyone and tell people, do not text me, call me. Nobody calls me. If I don't answer, leave a message. 99% of the people don't call. So for those people that are afraid to offer help, realize that the executive summary and business plan are great ways of qualifying someone of where they're possibility is a probability where they've taken the time to be inspired in spirit and to codify the thoughts that have come first about their business. I believe that it is a requirement to have something in the form of an executive summary business plan or deck in order to be further far enough along to get financing. So utilize this paperclip philosophy. Uh, Make sure if you don't have or need knowledge of an executive summary, or business plan or deck to email me so that you can have your thoughts come first and have a great starting point that allows you to accelerate, grow and expand at a much more statistically successful rate. Great question, Joseph. I appreciate you as well, my friend. Thank you for being a great mentor and mentee to so many.
4: You're welcome. I appreciate you, my friend. Have a wonderful
2: day. Talk to you soon. (laughs) Talk to you soon. All right, Jake, I'm gonna take a question online. Who's going to come up next? Next up, we'll bring up uh, Niku to ask a question. We've got eight more minutes here on Clubhouse. All right, we'll take one online and then Niku. Um, how important are guarantees in a business? Uh, well, guarantees from uh, are based on credibility, uh, because uh, if you're going to make a guarantee, you have to be credible in order to effectuate the guarantee. Uh, You know, my objective in any of my business dealings is to be able to not only articulate quantitative value to exceed what I'm asking for. And I practice that because it's not what I say, it's what they hear. Uh, But more importantly, to be able to quantify it with not only emotional attachment, but quantify it with reasons, quantify it, especially important today with impact and then quantify it with the features and benefits of the product, service, or solution that I have. Not only do you need to be able to articulate the quantitative value to exceed what you're asking for, but with credibility, giving guarantees of, look, if you do not make more money than I cost, if I'm just a profit spewing BS every week, and not a profit center, I'll give you your money back. I don't lock anybody into anything or whatever the guarantees you are that align with the credibility that you have. This has been at the forefront of all of my business dealings over the last 16 years since I shifted the paradigm in order to effectuate that is the ability to articulate the quantitative value to exceed what I'm asking for and give a guarantee to be a profit center, not a profit. All right, my friend, we have time for Niku on community. Uh, we'll take more questions online. You said how many minutes do we have left?
1: We have six minutes here on Clubhouse, Dave. So we've got Niku up on Breakfast with Champions. Perfect. Welcome, Niku.
5: Thank you, Jake. Thank you, David. So great to be connecting with you again this week. I have um, a situation that I know a lot of us struggle with in that I have a lot of education, a lot of experience. I consider myself an expert in a number of different things, which is a pro and a con, because I'm very like easily distracted and, and pulled in different directions. However, I also have this ego issue where although I've gone through like this story for 18 years and I can provide this, this mission specifically for women to take back their health, rebalance their hormones, heal their bloating, inflammation holistically, there's still this like voice in the back of my mind that says you need to become a naturopathic doctor before you can fully step into your power. And I know that's ego driven. How would you deal with switching that mindset to not being just addicted to continuing to get education and let's just say initials behind the name when you know you already have a proven solution that can solve people? Like how do I get out of my own way?
2: Yeah. Well, there's many layers to that question. And at the highest level, how do I get out of my own way? Just snuck in there at the very end. Uh, But all of these questions and issues are interference, uh, which is in your own way. Um, Remember, the letters next to our name, the education that we have uh, can be accessed now in multiple ways. I've learned to access information while I sleep. I've learned to access information when I trace my calligraphies. I also learned to access information when I went to an extraordinary undergraduate school and law school and business school. I've uh, graduated and in, in accessed information and learned lessons by losing over a hundred million dollars. Right, uh, You know, there, there's letters that go behind that is D-U-M-M-Y. I got my dummy tax degree uh, in financial literacy. It doesn't matter only thing that matters in the situation uh, that you have and you know like i said there's so many layers of what you, you uh you asked one is the expert you know what is it uh expert at many uh master of none uh look when you're good uh at many things that just means you're living in abundance that you're tapped into the more than enough world of limitlessness and infinity. And there's multiple personalities that exist on earth that are better at many, many things than most people are. And it's because they recognize and are grateful for feeling overwhelmed that they have so many things they're good at or great at or experts at. And that expertise has nothing to do or isn't completely uh, reliant upon the letters and degrees that we receive. I have learned more on YouTube than I did in my college academia. I have learned more there now as a 54 year old than I ever have. Let go of the need to be separate, inferior, superior. Let go of the need to be right. Let go of the need of those letters and focus in on what I was previously discussing, which is being a profit center. If you have the skills, if you have the knowledge, and you have the desire in order to effectuate profit for someone else, and that profit, which you guarantee for someone else is greater than what you're charging for, most people won't care what letters are next to your name. That is why there's so many successful people that didn't go to high school, college, graduate school, and so on. Let go of the ego of the doctor, lawyer, failure routine that so many of us have been you know, inspired with and realize that you can find skills, knowledge, and desire in multiple platforms today. And your only concern is, am I guaranteeing profit center or am I being a profit? Because I promise you, I know plenty of MDs, PhDs, MBAs, MPHs, JDs that are full of shit. They are profits. Standing in front of cars they don't own or houses they don't own, telling people how to be rich. They are profits. You, I know, are a profit center, regardless of the letters next to your name. Learn how to articulate that value. Learn to appreciate the abundance and the gift of limitlessness and infinity by being an expert in so many fields and utilize it to empower others with that quantitative value, empower them to make more money, help more people and have more fun. Jake, why don't you close out community? We'll continue on the webinar for the next eight minutes, IG and Instagram uh, and TikTok. I wanna thank everyone on community for Breakfast of Champions. Reach out to me, david at dmelzer.com. Happy to be of service and of value. Jake, why don't you go close out the room?
1: Thank you, Dave. Thank you, thank you. Uh, if anyone would like any of Dave's templates that he mentioned, just email him, david at com. david at com. I will...